Today on the newscast, who will be Iran's next supreme leader? It's an important question that the Iranian regime may need to answer sooner rather than later. Get my take next. Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. Since the onset of the Iranian Revolution in 1979, the Iranian regime has had only two supreme leaders. The first, of course, was the Ayatollah Khomeini, who was the godfather of that radical Islamic revolution. He served as supreme leader from 1979 until his death in 1989. Following the death of Khomeini, the Assembly of Experts a group of 88 top Iranian clerics gathered to select the next supreme leader. The man they chose is the current supreme leader of Iran, Ayatollah Khamenei. Similar names, I know, but two different individuals. Khamenei took the helm as supreme leader, the ultimate authority in that nation, starting in 1989. So he's been at the helm for 32 years, and folks... This man is 82 years old. He is up there in years. Not only that, there have been persistent reports over the past decade, really, that he is in poor health. So the question came up on a Watchman newscast live stream last week. What happens next? Who will follow Ayatollah Khamenei as supreme leader? Now, I am not saying his death is imminent, but again, he is advanced in age and reportedly in poor health, so anything could happen. Who will be his successor? A very important question, of course, that has large ramifications, not only for Iran, but for the region at large, and really for the world. Now, one of the potential successors that has been named is Khamenei's son. He's 52 years old. His name is Mojtaba Khamenei. But there is another candidate, I guess you would say, who is emerging more and more, in my view, I got into this on the Watchman Newscast live stream. Now, we're doing a live stream once per week now. More on that after this clip you're about to see here. A great question. What comes next? Who follows Ayatollah Khamenei? Take a look. Number one, who is his successor? Uh, obviously, the Iranian Revolutionary Guards Corps are the real power brokers in Iran. They answer directly to Khamenei. Uh, they control the economic sector, the military, the nuclear program, uh, the Revolutionary Guards. I compare them to the Nazi Gestapo, Hitler's elite vanguard of the Nazi regime. I would say the Revolutionary Guards are very similar, yet even more powerful because of their military reach. And every bit as fanatically evil and, and anti-Semitic and ideologically evil uh, as the Nazis were. The Iranian Revolutionary Guards Corps, very, very bad, demonic, nasty, evil people. They will have a large say in what happens after Khamenei dies. Uh, one scenario you could say is there, there will be a seamless transition to the next supreme leader. Here's a problem there. We don't know who that will be, but we've got a good idea. Ibrahim Raisi, the brand new Iranian president who just ascended to the presidency, uh, back in August, he was ele elected, quote unquote, in free and fair elections. Nevertheless, let's just say he was handpicked and became Iran's president in June, took office in August and immediately picked the most radical cabinet, the most radical Iranian government we've seen since the 1979 
Iranian revolution. And folks, believe me, that is saying something. His government is littered with terrorists, terror supporters, people sanctioned by the U.S. and other world bodies wanted for terror plots. This is the cabinet that Raisi has surrounded himself with. Oh, and by the way, his nickname is the Butcher of Tehran. This is Raisi for his efforts in crushing Iranian political dissidents in the 1980s and beyond. He was apparently involved in the deaths of thousands of Iranian political dissidents, and he carried out his duties gleefully. That's who you have now in the presidency in Tehran of the Iranian regime, Ibrahim Raisi. He is very close to Iran's supreme leader, Ayatollah Khamenei. Many have suggested that perhaps Ibrahim Raisi will be the successor to Ayatollah Khamenei as supreme leader. And folks, looking at the landscape, that seems very plausible. Uh, it seems like uh, the timing is not coincidental that Raisi was handpicked to become Iran's president. Uh, he's very close to Khamenei. Khamenei is not in the best health. Khamenei knows he can trust Raisi. It's his acolyte, his protege. It seems to make a lot of sense for Khamenei, perhaps even before he dies, to hand the baton of the Iranian regime to Ibrahim Raisi. Perhaps Ibrahim Raisi right now is being groomed to succeed Khamenei. I, I'm glad that question came up. I think that's a fascinating dynamic. Now, at the end of the day, what will the Iranian people do? If Khamenei is dead, will they, will they rise up? There is a chance, certainly a chance. I mean, again and again, we've seen the Iranian people rise up against this wicked regime, which as much as it threatens Israel and the broader Middle East and the world, the Iranian regime's number one target is its own people. The main victims of Iran, the, the tyranny and the evil of Iran's regime, its rulers, are the Iranian people who've been crushed under the jackboot of this regime for 42 years. The Iranian regime is hated by the people, and they are ready to throw off the yoke of this wicked regime. But that brings me back to those Iranian Revolutionary Guards. And I mentioned this earlier, the real power brokers in the regime. Uh, surely, the Iranian Revolutionary Guards, you would think, have a contingency plan for when Khamenei dies, and they will be prepared to, quite literally, I hate to phrase it like this, but crack skulls would be the best way I can put it. And I, and I hate to say that and, and sound like that about it, but in, in graphic terms about it, but that's basically what it is. They will kill, torture, maim anyone who rises up against them. And a good point made to me by an Israeli friend, a former Israeli Defense Forces um, member, we were talking about this a little while ago and basically said it boils down to who wants it more, who is willing to pay a greater price for the Iranian regime to overthrow this, or I'm sorry, for the Iranian people to overthrow this regime, it's, it's going to take a heavy price because the Revolutionary Guards Corps and the Basiji militias, which Iran controls in the streets, they're probably not going to back down. Because if these guys lose that regime, they probably lose their lives. So who wants it more, I guess, is the way he, my Israeli friend kind of framed it, who's a very keen analyst on Iran. Uh, are the Iranian people who rise up against this regime, are they willing to sacrifice their lives in large numbers to win their freedom? Who is willing to go at it more, to sacrifice more? The Revolutionary Guards and the Iranian regime 
or the people? That's a big question. Now, folks, as I mentioned, we are now doing Watchman Newscast live streams every week starting tomorrow, Thursday, October 14th, between 4 p.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. You can catch me live right here on our Watchman YouTube channel. And we do Q&A sessions every time during these live streams. As you just saw in the Comment East segment, a great question from one of our viewers. So bring your questions. I will attempt to answer them. If I don't, good news, I will get to a Watchman mailbag the day after the newscast. So after the live newscast, I should say. So on the following day, this week, it would be Friday, October 15th. We'll try to answer some questions that we don't get to during the live stream. So bring your questions, send them along in the comments section here on our YouTube channel. I look forward to being with you live once per week now right here on the Watchman Newscast. Hey, thanks so much for joining us today. Until tomorrow's live stream, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.